man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can Come away, come away. All right. Welcome back, Regulators, to the second hour today's show hey shout out to all those folks out there that are getting ready for church they're setting up the parking lots and fixing coffee and doing all those things to get things ready for church uh we'll be peeling off after the show to go to church and we just want to make sure we shout out to all those guys that are guys and gals that are getting things ready for us ahead of us to make sure our experience is comfortable Uh, i saw a, a pastor post uh, yesterday, or I think it was David Platt. I can't remember what it was, but it was some quote that was attributed to him that said, if we didn't have air conditioning, cushion seats, good music, good AV, would everybody still go to church on Sundays today? <laughs> nowadays, I'm like coffee. Mm, yeah. Coffee donuts. If they didn't have coffee. We have iced coffee. I go to Austin stone and our campus meets in the little middle school down in south austin and we have iced coffee on the outside it's cool mm. i like donuts you gotta have a donut bar too do y'all have donuts at your church yeah man y'all do yeah i got donuts every week donut bars yeah shoot you know i remember so I mean, it might have been your church it might have been vertical been, been your church they had uh they had bacon for guys once on like Father's Day or something, you walk you walked in and got a piece of bacon or something. Maybe so, yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. Sounds now, reasonable. Hey, and I remember talking Logical. to to Joe Don one time. We were at the Salt Lick, and we're in that one uh, kind of room with the pavilion or whatever. It, it, it yeah. was just like one of their rooms anyway. It had all the tables in there and stuff. And he was looking around. He was a pastor. He's been a pastor forty years, and he was looking around. And he goes. This be a great place to have church. <laughs> a little smoke and meat going over there in the corner. Hey, one of the things that um, I wanted to talk a little bit about was options. What it's summer. It's getting near the end of summer, but it's still summer, and the kids are still around. And some of the things that are out there that are uh, doable, some things that we can do. And um, one of the things that I uh, and so I started thinking, what about surf parks and uh, all those kind of things? And one of the things that I 
really some we have some friends that own a place called uh austin next level ride next level ride and if you go past the airport out 71 like you're going to bastrop yeah it's just a mile or two out and it's on the right but it's a cable wakeboard park they pull you around and yeah there's a cable system that goes around this these lakes and you learn to wakeboard out there huh and it is one of the coolest things and i could just see going out there with uh a little ice chest and some food and some water, some Gatorade and some sandwiches, pop up a little tent and some chairs and just let the kids run round and round and round on the uh, wakeboard thing and learn how to wakeboard. What happens if you fall? You just uh, swim to the side and walk back up. That'd be the part I wouldn't want to do. Just don't fall. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. They have a they have one uh, section that's for teaching, learning. You know, it's like a little smaller one, and then they have the big one. They got jumps and ramps, and you know, it's just cool. I it is good to be in the water. You know, I I'm not. My wife said yesterday. She goes, I got in the water yesterday with my daughter. I saw a picture after I'd been in the been on the lake, and you're all hot and everything, and. I get in the water, and man, it is very refreshing to get in the water. It's 100 degrees outside. You get in the water, and you get back out. You don't have to, like, stay in the water. I don't ever stay in the water. Just kind of jump in, swim around for a second, and get back out. And it it's almost cold when you get out. It's 100 degrees outside, and it totally refreshes you. Earlier in the week, in the middle of the day, uh, taking out some of those kids, I've been helping at a kid's uh, fishing camp and a couple of the kids wanted to go swimming you know it got hot and fishing was slowing down and they wanted to go swimming so we jumped in didn't stay in long but totally refreshes you you know just to be in the water and uh, i'm not one to like sit around on a float for four hours or anything yeah that's not my gig either. No, but you and i have been i you took me out a couple of I go last year, whatever that time we were on Lake Travis. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was like, and oh, I said, this is dude, miserable. We got to jump in. Yeah. And we jumped in, got back out, and was like, oh, hey, hey, what are you doing? Hey, cast, this cast. Is great. Cast over here. Okay. Cast over here. Yeah. It totally refreshes you, kind of restarts you. You know, I think it. So, water's a good thing to be around. There's, pl- yeah. there's tons of water parks out there right now, um, but I'm not a big fan of water parks. Uh, they're fine you know go do what you want to do they're easy convenient Schlitterbahn is you know oh my gosh the world renowned you know for water rides and everything else so there's a lot of great we're blessed to have a lot of great places around here um but Austin next level ride cable wakeboard park I Jackson their boy does KOZ he loves it um just I love these people great Great place to go. Cool, cool place to go. Um, Interesting story outside of Waco. A uh, fishing camp was shut down by the city. There was a city, and I've got mixed feelings on this deal, so it's just out near Waco. Uh, a, a fish camp for children in the Surrey Ridge addition to the Robins, in Robinson had been shut down uh, by the city after a neighbor complained. The city of Robinson is not against these children learning how to fish, and we're just trying to enforce our codes and standards in the city, 
Justin French, Robert Robinson's director. Robinson's a little outskirt of the Waco area, I guess. Uh, director of Planning and Development said the uh, Odalith Fishing Camp is run out of the home of Keith Miller, who has been teaching people how to fish for a decade. Several months ago, he opened the business at his home, behind which is a pond stocked with fish. So he lives in this neighborhood. It's got a pond, and it's stocked with fish. I put a lot of work into the pond. I cleaned up the algae, mowed, uh, sawed down the dead trees, restocked the pond with a lot of fish, a lot of bass for kids to catch. So it'll be a shame to have to move the fishing camp. I get that some people don't like the don't like conflict, but I'm pretty approachable. I'm a pretty big-hearted guy. If there was an issue, I really wish they'd have come to me. So apparently, somebody oh, in the neighborhood complained. You know, the lady that has nothing better to do complained. The old nag that uh, these kids are fishing in the pond. That this guy's bringing these kids to fish in the pond over the summer. You after know, he's that been is all this time cleaning. It that up. is. Mixed, I, mixed feelings on that deal. I know that it's a pet peeve of yours, and it is of mine as well. If you have a problem Come with me. a neighbor, with your neighbor, with your brother, would you be a grown-ass, gr- oh, sorry, <laughs> a grown-up adult, and please just go talk to them? It's that blissful time of year. Time for the Honda special yeah. Honda Summer Thank Spectacular you. event. Save me. Where well-qualified buyers have 1.9% APR on the 2019 Honda Pilot. A Kelly Blue Books KBB.com best buy. Hurry into your local Honda dealer. Shop your Central Texas Honda dealers today or online at CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details. For more information, visit Kelly Blue Books, KBV.com. Kelly Blue Book is registered trademark at Kelly Blue Book Company Incorporated. Coming up next, your Peter Report. Ooh, you don't want to miss this one. Coming up on the number one outdoor radio show in Texas, it's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse at theoutdoorzone.com. So, you can buy me a boat. This is T. Roy Bussard listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. But I could change all that if I had a couple million dollars. I keep hearing that money is the root of all evil, and you can't fit a camel through the eye of a needle. I'm sure that's probably true. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in a Bunkhouse. Find us, our podcast, uh, on iTunes and all those other places. The Outdoor Zone. I'm TJ Graney. That's Cody Ryan. I drive a... I drive a uh, 2500 Ram... And I love my Ram. The 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year is the Ram 1500. It has better performance, more efficiency, new technology, and more than 100 safety features. And if you like to travel or spend a day at the lake, this truck is perfect for you. It can tow more than 12,500 pounds and has a ton of storage space. 
And if that wasn't enough, uh, you still have Niall Maxwell's personal promise, that same promise he's been making for over 30 years, to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring them the signed buyer's order and they'll beat it. Niall Maxwell Super Center sales uh, select size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas. Niall Maxwell Super Center, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. Now it's time for this week's Peter Report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Trophy hunters kiss over carcass of slaughtered lion in celebration of sick sport. Legella Safari shared the image of a Canadian couple, a blonde woman and a dark-haired, tattooed man, on their Facebook page alongside the caption, Hard work in the hot Kalahari sun. Well done, a monster lion. Leland Safaris is just one of several companies that offers UK tourists the chance to shoot and kill wild animals in natural African habitats. The company can arrange clients with firearm permits and provides weapons ahead of planned hunts. Uh, let's see. Baboons start at 200, rising to 3,000 for antelope. Prices to kill larger animals such as lions and hippos are only available upon personal request. So anyway, this is a... Um, an anti-hunting article that goes on and on and on and on and on. And it talks about how all the animals in Africa are being exploited and how they're being, um, on the verge of extinction. Yeah. Because of hunting and the UK is banning, uh, imports of any of these animals, you know, their mounts or any of that stuff. Um, and I just, I just keep thinking, when are they going to, they just keep making up the same lies over and over and over again about hunting. Well, and it, and it's, and it's drives me nuts because CBS also came out and published their, uh, uh, their little documentary this, this past week. And of course the, the story's going viral, the little 30-minute documentary, Trophy Hunting, Killing or Conservation. And, of course, the guy that they have doing the documentary and going around, and he goes to Africa, actually goes to Africa. He speaks with the Humane Society for one side and goes to Africa and speaks with professional hunters for the other side. The uh, Humane Society lady's just out of her gourd ridiculously you know if if they say that that overpopulation in these certain regions are the reason that they hunt and have to manage the herds then why don't we look at other sources like you know castrating these the male animals and yeah you go castrate you're gonna a go bull to, elephant you're gonna go you to just get right on third up in there world, little lady third world country 
and go around and and uh, you know They've it's done, and, disgusting. And it is it is absolutely there is zero science behind it. So I I thought okay I read this whole article spent all this time reading this anti hunting blab blah 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 and and i thought i'm going to dig in i'm going to really look to find out what why really are there problems with elephant populations or any of that kind of stuff and you know it's it has zero to do with uh hunting zero to do with hunting and from u.s fish and wildlife we spend we send millions and millions and millions of dollars i read so there's u.s fish and wildlife sends millions and millions of dollars to africa for conservation programs we're paying for conservation programs in africa oh yeah to save their elephants their lions or whatever they whatever we approve okay and and i i saw nowhere in there zero places did i see any any anti-hunting groups or any of them participating in monetary support of this stuff and the number one reason why the elephant populations have been damaged is poaching absolutely there is not one mention of overhunting in the 60 grants i i read the grants there's yeah. nothing in there about hunting at all. So, it's all poaching. And they're poaching them for the ivory, which goes to China and Japan and all mostly all eastern countries. And they're poaching them for the meat because the people are starving. Yeah. And and the only the only thing that I can tell you is that if somebody pays an outfitter in Africa a hundred grand to go hunt an elephant a big chunk of that money goes back into that economy all of it well i don't know i don't know all of it but a big chunk of it does and the meat goes to those people who were poaching them yeah they're gonna kill one anyway right so this is this kind of stuff because it's based on emotion and zero fact there is i'm i'm telling you right now there is zero proof that hunting has done anything but pay for conservation. I mean, there there's part of the reason why all this stuff is happening is because they're in there harvesting the timber and they're doing stuff. They're moving the animal, just like in America, you know. But the American model, our model, work. Hunting has there's more deer, there's more turkey, there's more elk, there's more uh, all across the board. Yeah, and but they. Over there, they freaked out and did this. You know, all these people went over there like, oh, my gosh, and freaked out. The government's over there. They shut down all the hunting. Now now a lot of it's coming back. Yeah, You know, they went like, oh, yeah, so we listened to a bunch of idiots. So the black rhino, you know, you hear that the extinction, they're on the verge of extinction, uh, mainly due to poaching, uh, solely due to poaching because of the horn on the front of their – there's – People in China that believe that it has medicinal purposes. Right. Uh, I won't say what kind of medicinal help that it's supposed to <laughs> do, but uh, so the poaching is so bad on the black rhino because they go for a hundred thousand dollars or something for a rhino horn 
that they have an anti-poaching unit set up through the government. And they said they're getting most of their funding from hunting of lions, elephants, and and safari hunting funds. That's where they get their money to yep. safeguard. Hey, Humane Society, why don't you pick a program that's successful over there and funnel some of that money over that direction one of the most prestigious professional hunters they call them that they're the guides the outfitters the over PH. there the ph in africa had the quote had a quote that said there's all of these so-called animal lovers around the world but where are these people why are they not helping why can't they work with us to help stop this terrible disaster that's happening of poaching it doesn't That's work for them. It doesn't work for them. It doesn't fit their agenda. So, man, you get the truth here like no other place because we are not going to bow down to the anti terrorists, the anti hunters. We are hunters. We kill stuff and eat it. That's We're right. fishermen we and catch women. stuff and let it go. <laughs> like delicious ah, bass. You ruined my whole spiel there. I was like, really? Sun Automotive. At some point, everyone needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find the mechanic you can trust, but we trust our friends and Sun Auto Service. Family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. They hire only ASC-certified technicians. When it comes to auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Auto is the place to go. SunAutoService.com. Locations 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and 1206 Ranch Road, 620 in Lakeway. Go see our friends, sunautoservice.com. All right, regulators, hey, hang out. Go fill up your coffee cup. We'll be back right after this. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five. All right. Welcome back. You've been getting up before the sun, going out to try and catch a five-pound bass recently, I know. Every day. Uh... Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Um, you can find us on iTunes and uh, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. The Outdoor Zone Radio Network. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not just part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete around the country If you're and around the world. If you're looking for something for your kids to do, the folks at Archery Country can help you with all the tournaments and school programs. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on site and available for installation. They carry Matthews, Elite, and Hoyt. They have all the new Matthews stuff. Oh, my gosh. It's mm. it's like you don't let me go in there too often. Um, but, and they also have the Traeger grills, which you're so... Uh, I know you want one bad. Yeah. 
Anyway, Austin Archery Country, best brands, all the gear uh, to get you up and hunting. Uh, 8121 Research Boulevard, austinarcherycountry.com for all the details, addresses, and hours. austinarcherycountry.com. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. An armed citizen in Trenton, Missouri, used his concealed firearm to help assist an officer in need. After an alert group of men noticed an armed inmate attempting to force an officer with a stomach wound to drive them somewhere, they worked together to stop the act. One of the group had a concealed carry pistol, which he used to detain the inmate inmate by pointing it at his head, while the rest of the group restrained the inmate on the ground. The officer was transported to a nearby hospital for surgery. This one's from the Armed Citizen Archives, 1965. Mm. Three bandits entered the Chicago, Illinois grocery store of Mrs. Albert Lathan and demanded money. When she produced the cash, one of the thugs slugged her. As the robbers turned to flee, Mrs. Lathan grabbed a pistol and fired one shot, critically wounding one of the bandits. You could... You could tell it's from 1965, calling them bandits. <laughs> oh, that's right. But you you could uh, you could read that and switch it from you know whatever uh, instead of bandits. But that 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 was yesterday and the day before in Chicago and the day before <laughs> that in Chicago. Well, not in Chicago anymore. You can't. You're not allowed to have firearms. I know. Well, the the thugs have them. The, yeah. I don't think that's politically correct anymore either after this week. I don't know if you listen to the to uh Thug Life. Joe Biden. They were bashing him for using the term thugs. Oh, are you kidding me? That is so not okay. It's like City of Austin now. You can't call them firemen. They're firefighters because it's well, sexist I, I, to call them firemen. What is it that city in San San Francisco, of course? Cuckoo, cuckoo. L.A., California, they can't call a manhole a manhole anymore. It's got to be a maintenance entrance or something. (laughs) It's uh, that's here in Austin now. A letter was you know I signed no more firemen. I signed the petition to oust this uh, mayor and city council. We have the most corrupt and wacky. And then Mrs. Granny said, "Well, you can't." There's nobody out there that's got a set of cojones that would stand up and go in there and fight for us. Who is it? Right. And the only and the only person I know is uh, uh, on the uh, Travis County Commissioner's Court. Um, who is our buddy over there? Oh my gosh, uh, Gene. Um, but they got to live in the city of Austin. I live outside the city of Austin. Or I'd do it. Well, you're mayor of Manchac. You got your hands full. I do. Lots of so. Uh, lots there of stuff was. Uh, I, I saw this post online, and I kind of looked through it a little bit, and I didn't find anything current. But um, so, 
in your boat, and you know this, you pull your boat all over the place, down to the coast, or down, not down to the coast, but down to the border and places like that, and yeah. uh, around, and you leave your, sometimes people leave their gear there. Saltwater guys typically have a, a, a Yeti or something mounted just in a little slot, kind of. On their boat. On their boat. Right. And uh, their gear on there. Well, it's not uncommon it has been not uncommon in the past for the Rockport area, port, and just down in that area that in the middle of the night, somebody would come by, steal their coolers oh, right yeah. off their boats. Yeah. Just grab them and go. Right. Well, I saw a post from a friend who said that um, a guy in Rockport was tired of getting his cooler stolen. Yeah. <laughs> So he glued razor blades underneath the handles on both sides. And I did some research on it, and I found some pictures, and they're on our Facebook page, of a cooler that supposedly had had razor blades glued under the, under the uh, handles where somebody tried to steal it and just sliced their fingers up. <laughs> I mean, it gives me the creeps just staying it. Uh. But so... But the argument was, hey, it's my cooler. I can do whatever I want to my cooler. But it's considered a booby trap. Yeah. And if it's left on your boat with the razor blades on there, it's considered a booby trap. And the thief who gets on your boat to steal the cooler that gets their hands cut up can sue you. (laughs) And you can get prosecuted prosecuted and i think it's a felony well we had a comment on that post on our facebook page could care less what happens to a thief but i wouldn't risk my friends or kids getting hurt or mind my dumb self for uh forgetting that's that the resident that was the thought i had was how are you going to pick up your cooler i mean it has uh the rope handles, rope handles and i i know and that's there was a lot of talk about well, you know, you tell your uh, what was it? Uh, you tell your girlfriend from Tinder to go get the cooler off the boat and bring it in, and did this the end of your date for that day? <laughs> what I know is I don't know. That even was know, I don't even know what Tinder is, but it, swipe left. It, it, <laughs> you know what? It I don't is. have a clue. I don't. All I hear is swipe left, but I don't know what that means. Uh, so uh, swipe, but right. it's just. It's just the idea that, yeah, you would forget or something like that. But my point is, if they're getting on your boat, if they're coming in, it's, so the argument I'm went to, you. if somebody comes in my house to, to rob me in my house, I can't shoot them and kill them? Yeah. I shoot them and kill them. Right. I don't shoot unless I want to. I'm not shooting to wound them. I'm shooting or to stop them. them. Or, yeah, I'm shooting to, there's a point in me <laughs> shooting you right and uh it, you know so are they do you get in trouble for that they're on your personal property they are so i guess if you caught them robbing your boat you could shoot them i wonder yeah you could shoot them but you can't allow them to cut their hands so what if you uh what if you used um like rigged it up with fishing hooks or something 
where you <laughs> I get a I hook, mean, and they run off and there's like <laughs> braided line and just like oh oh and I can't like they 20, can't get off like 20, <laughs> 20 feet of braided line oh, oh. so they run and, and then it stops oh, pow oh, that's, set the hook baby <laughs> oh, that's brutal <laughs> but that's what I was thinking because that's just fishing related stuff you know and if you yeah, drill just, holes yeah. correctly just have cooks hooks laying all around the floor if you drilled uh, yeah. If you drilled the holes correctly into the cooler and all of that, where the hooks just you know, kind of hung there, yeah, then you could undo them before you go fishing each day. So uh, one of the other things, and I totally could see this. One of the other comments, or several of the other comments, were, um, "Well, you can just kiss that boat goodbye because those people are going to come back and retaliate. Oh, they're going to catch your boat on fire. They're going to come back pour gas. There, you can just." That's why you got insurance. But still, <laughs> they're going to yeah. retaliate. Those people are are drug I addicts. Think, I don't think cokeheads, speed freaks. I've gotten to a point they're where I don't think they're, they're out to come back and do something. They're just they're on to the next thing after they're right. They're they're up. called opportunists. Yeah. Opportunists, so they are trying to right. They know they know that it's that it's like that saying. Uh, it's like that saying, "I'm here. I'm going to lock this." So, yeah, people can break into it because it's not a very good lock. But at least it'll keep, keep the, the honest, honest people, people honest. Keep the honest people out. Yeah, and I think that saying's weird because if they even attempted, you wouldn't be an honest person. But I guess it's that mentality. Well, if right? you saw something and you know you had a, I'm just going to see if the toolbox on this truck is unlocked. So I I was at a. I would never I, think I to came, do that. I came out of a store one time. Yeah. Looked across the parking lot. Busy Saturday morning. Looked across the parking lot. And there were some guys in the back of my truck. And my tool bed was, toolbox was open. Yeah. And I thought, it's back when I had a construction company. I thought, why are those guys getting, why are they here getting tools out of the truck? And then I thought, <laughs> hey. I don't know. I don't know who that person is. <laughs> I started running over there. I said, "Hey, what are you doing?" And they grabbed some saws and stuff, jumped out of my truck and into a car, and they sped off and they went across a ditch and they sped out. But I got their license number. Ah. Uh. And I called sheriff's department, and um, several weeks later, they called the sheriff's department. Called and said, "Hey, we." Uh, we found the car. We know these people, and so we're going to be moving on it pretty soon. I just want to let you know. And I said, "Oh man, thank you. Let me, yeah, keep me posted." And then they called me a couple weeks later and said, "Hey, we got your stuff down here. You want to come try and identify it?" Yeah. And so I went down there, and they had all my saws and all my stuff sitting next to his desk. Yeah. And they had busted them. Went to the pawn shop that took the stuff. Even though my stuff had engraved on there, do not pawn in my driver's <laughs> license number, which is what they tell you to do, right? Yeah. I don't know about your driver's license number, but. Yeah, that's what they tell you to put on there. Okay. So, anyway, um, yeah, I, there's few things that I have minimal. I to like know. the idea of the razor blades, other than the fact that, yes, I may forget. Well, and, and it's a booby trap. Felony. You're going down, baby. Hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. They have a really cool selection of oysters. Dollar Gulf Oysters on Mondays after 5. They have a 
fantastic pet-friendly patio with live music on select nights. Open for lunch and dinner every day and a killer brunch on Saturday and Sunday. They have wonderful house-made breads and poor boy breads um, direct from New Orleans. Our buddies over there, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider, invite you to join them at Shore. Located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for more details. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go get you some. Coming up next, we'll wrap this thing up. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to The Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Welcome back, regulators. Here's a notice to the Antis and Terrace, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd. Peter terrorist or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. You regulators keep informed by riding the trail with us all week long online at theoutdoorzone.com. Big Bride's Guns. The Width Society pounding on our Ridestone Guns. It's imperative that we support our local gun shops. That's why we trust ours with McBride's Guns. They're a family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. They have a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, and modify your firearms. It's one of my favorite things they do. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call 512-472-3532 or check them out online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Thought it was interesting. National Geographic uh, posted a story. What it takes to catch antler thieves. A couple of hours after the mid-March sun has slipped behind the Snake River Ridge in western Wyoming, Warden Kyle Lash of the state's Game Warden Fishing Department is breathing deeply as he tromps up a steep pitch on one of the first slopes, freeing of snow after a long winter. Kind of a neat story, but uh, follows a game warden, and apparently you're not allowed to collect the elk antlers uh, before a certain time. Yeah, they. it is amazing. that I've seen where people will line up at the gate to a park. No kidding. Or a parking area. Yeah, they'll line up the day before, sleep in their cars, to be the first one in to park and run up the mountain to find elk, uh, elk drops, elk antlers. In the National Elk Refuge near Jackson, Wyoming, people enjoy picking up discarded antlers called sheds. The activity is prohibited during the winters to prevent cold, stressed animals from being disturbed. So they wait till March, I guess. Yeah, it's cool. Man, can you imagine running in there and find four or five giants? Yeah. They got to be big. So, hey. Um, I wrote a new book, uh, or wrote a book, and it's available now on Amazon. 
or the outdoors uh, kids outdoor zone you can go to the amazon it's called year 13 by tj graney it's just a story of uh, my growing up years on the streets and then how god used that to um, create my life story uh, how i got on the radio how i became an outdoor writer and uh and how uh the ministry of kids outdoor zone came about and uh is now in in all across the country and in canada and what god's doing with it but if you want some information on it or if you'd like to get a copy just go to amazon and click on year 13 and uh it's a awesome read it's a good read i know it's you're my father and i'm supposed to say that but i think it's inspiring on many levels and will be to many people well thank you very much so appreciate you job well done this week's bible verse comes from psalms 46 1 god is our refuge and strength always ready to help in times of trouble live it love it learn it i'm cody ryan same place same time next week see you there all right hey uh you regulators out there get a kid off the couch take them for a walk in the park show them the birds show them the trees take them hunting take them fishing we don't care what it is as long as you get them out into the great outdoor zone we're headed to church want to encourage you to find a good bible-based church in your community somewhere guys rally the family go to church and then uh, maybe go catch brunch somewhere um that's it for us i'm tj graney that's cody ryan beefsteak will be back in a week or so thanks road rash you're the best ranch hand we ever had um that's it regulators let's mount up he never called me by my name just hillbilly My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cause you can't stop a out and you can't make a run But with them old boys raised on shotgun California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can scan a buck and run a truck line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive.